You don't know what you don't know, and that can be dangerous. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. I want to give a little bit of disclosure here. Usually I like by the end of Friday or something, I've had something really frustrating I've dealt with and it's really easy to get like all fired up about it. This week's actually been a really good week, so I'm not crazy fired up about stuff, but uh, I, I was out consulting with a company and there's one theme that kept coming up when I was talking with all the reps and it was the lies we tell ourselves. And growing up, we always hear about, or we're always like, be honest with others, be honest with others, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal. And it's drilled into us that honesty is an internal going to out, external or outternal, inward going outward, action, right? It's how we treat and act among others. And I really don't think, grow, and again, I get that's the reason why. I, get, I understand why that is because you know, we have to make sure we treat others with respect and love and, and treat us how we want to be treated, right? But I also think that honesty is just as important looking inward as it is how we treat others outward. And the, like, actually, it's probably more important. I'm going to say it is more important because guess what? We don't have to live with all the other people around us. We do have to live with ourselves every day. So how we communicate to ourselves is way more important than how we communicate with others. Because ultimately, that's how we, that how, that's determines how we communicate with, uh, with others. So being, I, I am going to revise that statement. Being honest with ourselves is way more important skill than being with honest with others. And if honesty is that important to some honesty is really important to a lot of most people and to society as a whole. If it's that important, like this is something you really need to pay, pay attention to. Let me, let me tell you why. And I'll give you a couple stories and a couple examples. The, I remember the first time that I realized I was lying to myself and it, it was like, it was a huge shocker to me. It was, I would say it was almost even an identity crisis. I, so growing up, I grew up in a very athletic family. So my, my dad is a college athlete and we just were very, very active. You know, we were always out doing things. My mom was a dance teacher and just always, always moving. And from a young age, because of that, from a young age, we always were involved in sports. And I was very competitive. I, I thought I loved, you know, that's a little hint here, a little foreshadowing, sports. And I remember getting into high school and just dedicating a ton of time to sports and athletics. And so I did, tra- mainly I did track, cross country, and ballroom. And I ran all the time. And I thought that was my thing, right? Like, I, like when people ask, like, what do you do? I was like, I do track, I run, you know, I'm a runner. That was a part of my identity because that's, that's where I spent my time. That's what I spent my time doing. That's what I spent my time with. That's why I spent my time studying, you know, what, what do good runners do? How do you be a good runner? And I'm not saying that was a bad, that was a great thing. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's, I have so many good memories from that. But it was really interesting. So I went to college and I thought, you know, I want to run in college. I, I want to run in college. So I went to a really, 
really good school that had a really or a, a school that had a really good track team, and I was definitely not to par for that. Now that doesn't mean I wasn't the slowest when I tried out for it. I was a, I tried to be a walk on. That doesn't mean I was the slowest. I was definitely faster than some of the kids there, but because they had for whatever reason, you know, I didn't make the team, and I was like disappointed. But at the same time, like I understood that that wasn't my future because I wasn't crazy talented at it. It was just something I really liked and did for fun. Um, and well, it was part of my identity. And I went for a two year mission on my church, <laughs> didn't run much because you're focused on other things, came back and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back into this running thing. I'm going to do it. And I struggled. I struggled a lot. And eventually I just stopped doing it. And I stopped doing sports and athletics all, all together. And I would try to get back into it because that's why, I, again, I thought that was a part of my identity and I'd get out, get back in and get out. And it was always intermittent. And I remember in, let's see, how old was I? 25, 24. I remember I was in Korea again and I joined a group of a martial arts group called Taekyun and I loved it. But I realized the reason, like, I don't know what, like, cleared up in my mind. But the reason I loved it is not because I loved to go work out. I actually hated the workout part of it. But I loved being around the people that were there and the activity associated. Like the, the social aspect of that was way, way stronger than the like the physical like workout endorphin rush aspect of it. And I was like, I'm, I remember thinking, I like it hit me a ton of bricks. I'm like, I am not an athlete. I do not like to work out. I hate it. I, it, it drives me nuts. And I, I looked back and I, I remember the, well, part of it is because I'm very, my, the way my legs are shaped, I'm just kind of getting a little too personal. I'm bow-legged. And so when I do any type of running, my, the tendons, my iliotibial bands, my T bands, they rub up against my joints. And the inflammation is excruciating because that my, my alignment's really off. And it's just like, it's, it hurts all the time and it's not fun. I remember like looking back and like, actually, I hated the workout part of, I, I like the competition part. I like the social part so much that I had associated that with athletics and I thought I'd like to work out. But like once that social and that competitive part went away, I hated working out and I would just, but, but I always loved the social part. I love like that, you know, one-on-one, that small group setting of a team. And I found that in that area, and I like I would always dread having to do the go do the workout, mostly because we were kicking each other in the face, and that's not really fun to go to. Like I'm going to go work out, we're going to have fun, we're going to do push ups and do all these things, and you know calisthenics, and then at the end we're going to learn how to kick, kick each other in the face. You know I have, I have two, well, at least one, I have one chipped tooth from that. Um, <laughs> but I love the people I was around, and that I remember that was like, I, man, I lied to myself. I lied to myself for so many years. And it wasn't like a bad lie. It wasn't like I was doing anything purposely or bad, you know, but it was a lie I had been told, you know. And part part of that was because every, pretty much everybody in my family, well, at least three of them, were very athletic and very active, you know. So I thought like, oh, I want to be part of that. You know, I want I want to be like those people in my family. I want to fit, fit in my peer group. So that's what I'm going to do, you know. And that's a lot of where these lies come from is – we like try to fit into the, the our surrounding because we're social creatures. We like to get the approval of others, but that's not who we really are. And those lies we feed to ourselves 
are can actually they're not only harmful for our progression, they can actually be dangerous. Okay, and so let me let me tell you why this was brought up recently. Okay, is I was I work with a lot of reps and with sales reps, like it's such a mental emotional game. So we always talk about their why, right? Like why are they doing this? Because if you don't have a strong reason to do something hard. Once the, once the going gets tough, the tough, the, the, the weak quit, right? And it's not because they're weak in terms of like their actually ability. It's just because they're not really that, – that goal they're going after is actually not that goal they really want because they lie to themselves, right? And so this is the number one thing I hear with every person I talk to, every sales rep. Well, actually almost anybody I talk to because I ask a series of questions. I ask, you know, if you had one year left to live, what would you do? And every person I talk to, almost without exception, says travel, Every person says travel, and and like it's funny because when I when I when they say it, they say it without any, they don't say it with emotions. They just say I'd like to travel, you know. And that's like the first response they give. And there's actually some internal desires they just don't want to share, right? And so it's not that they're lying; they're just they're afraid to share, they're afraid to be vulnerable. And I get that, but it's funny that everybody says that. And even sometimes I'll drill people up like, "Really, you want to travel? Where do you want to travel?" And they're like, oh, "I don't know. I travel everywhere." And then especially they say, "I don't know where they want to travel." Like, it's not really passionate about it, you know. And it's it's funny because. Like, so this, I was having this conversation with one of these reps and I said, you know, where do you, where do you want to travel? And they didn't know. And I was like, well, how do you, like, if you, if traveling is that important to you, if it's literally the only thing, the, the thing you want to do the most with the time you have, if it's limited, why aren't you doing it right now? Like, and then they just make all these excuses of time, money, whatever, you know? And so like for me personally, I love to travel. Like I have to travel. It is like a compulsive behavior. And so no matter like money, time, whatever, like that, that's never been, I never thought like, I don't have enough money to travel. I don't have time to travel. I never thought that. I just do it, you know, cause I have to do, it. I have to see things new. So like last year, and I can prove that up with statistics last year, myself and mostly my family for a lot of that, we, we were away from our home 120 nights. We actually tracked it 120 nights. We were away from home. That is travel. <laughs> so, but it, it's interesting. So but after I dig in and talk and we, you know, share some tears, we realize that's not what's most important to them. And they start to like, they start to self-reflect and they start, they, you know, the person I thought I was is not the person I am. The person I thought I was is not the person I am. And then they start to like, look at their life in a new light. Like what really is important to me? Who am I really? And once they get on a, a couple things, like they're like, oh, that's actually, that's what actually makes me, ha- this thing actually makes me happy. Why am I not spending time doing that thing? And then when they start to, it's cool to see as the time goes, as they start to, that one thing that makes them really happy, really passionate about, just naturally, it comes so natural. It's not like something somebody else imposes. It's just what they do. They're, and it's what they, it's usually, usually these things are so natural, so good at it. We're unconscious about it. We're unconsciously competent about it. And that's, that's the hard thing. You know, we just don't know what we don't know. Again, the theme that I first talked about at the front, the first of this. But once they figure out, once you figure out what you really love, all those lies start going, excuse me, all those lies start going away. So this is my challenge for this week is I want you to really reflect on your life. I want you to really like, and there's two things. You'll start to remember things you really hate to do, things you avoid doing, things when you like go to do them, you're like, I'd rather go on Facebook or YouTube. Usually, or procrastinate, right? I'd rather go do something else that's a lot easier. Usually, those things are things you don't like to do. That's work, for me, it's working out, okay? I know some people that just work out impulsively. 
They just have to, and they love it, and that's great. You know, that's more power to them. That, now, that doesn't, I want to qualify this. That doesn't mean just because you don't like doing it, you shouldn't do it, right? Like working out, I don't like working out. Does that mean I don't do it? No, I understand that I have to keep up my body and I have to be healthy, and that's part of like the overall health to keep those other parts of my life strong and balanced. So yeah, I still work out. But that also means I have to learn how to work out effectively for me. And that means working out with other people, right? Then, then it's like fun. So now when I work out, I always like join a club or a group or team, you know, or like a, a group workout. And then I love it. It's so much fun, you know, that gets me past that pain. All right. So your homework, your challenge for this week is to say, just, just take a thought, like look back at your life and be like, what am I doing that I actually don't like doing? Not saying you shouldn't do it, but, and also what do I really, really love to do? And how can I do more of that? And if you start to do that, have that exercise and do it periodically through your life, you're going to start to live a happier life and you're going to stop lying to yourself. Okay. And again, these lies are, they're innocent lies. They're unknowing lies, but they, but they prevent us from, from the happiness we want. Okay. And, and one thing I'm really grateful, grateful about is I grew up in a religion that helped like intelligent inquiry so we could find those things, you know, and I, and I, I hope you have people in your life that are willing to be honest with you and you're willing to get that feedback so you can have a third party opinion on when you're being, when you're being dishonest with yourself. Okay. That, that's, that's again, like this is, this podcast is running over. It's going a long time. So I need to wrap this up, but just start to self-reflect the next step of that. And maybe I, maybe I need to do a part two podcast next week about this is surround yourself with people that are not afraid to be brutally honest with you. And it's hard because we try to like be polite. We want to help and we want to like not hurt other people's feelings. But like if your feelings aren't getting hurt and you're not getting offended on like a weekly basis and then, and then stopping and saying, shoot, why did I, hey, hey you, you said something that like about me that offended me. Can you explain that? And they'll like be really, they'll be like kind of shocked. They'll be like, oh, uh, what do you mean? You know, like I, I, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Like, no, 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 no. I, I, I understood you said that for a reason, but like, why'd you say that? And like, They'll be really freaked out, but they'll be also very grateful that like if someone was honest with you about something and you took the feedback, had it in like a rational, un, like un, um, emotionally charged conversation, they'll be more willing to give you feedback and coach you and you're going to accelerate way quicker than you otherwise would have because then you'll start to see the lies you're telling yourself because the problem is we can't always see those lies and that's scary because you don't know what you don't know. If you like this podcast, please share it. Again, I did give you a challenge. I don't know who I'm talking. Like, I kept not talking to you face to face, but I know a lot of you, and I know a lot of you. Like, I've had a conversations with you, so I'm not afraid to give you a challenge. So please, please like, please actually do that. And if if someone else you know has <laughs> telling lies, they say they say themselves, and you wanted a, a, a non confrontational way to help tell them, like, dude, you got to straighten up your life, or sister, you got to straighten up your life. Say, hey, I've been listening to this awesome podcast. You should listen to it, and. They might self-reflect and start to change and you'd be surprised at the results. Anyway, have a good weekend, y'all, and we'll chat with you next week.